What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet, and this is the Overthinking MTG podcast, where we take a look at a random card each day, or every other day, or so, where we frequently look at random magic cards and talk about them for way too long, and uh, today we're actually going to be looking at some more Double Masters spoilers, and specifically I want to look at one card called Fatal Push. Now, Fatal Push is gorgeous. It's so good. This card is unreasonably good. It is an instant for one black. Destroy target creature if it has converted mana cost two or less. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. Two or less? That's really restrictive. Why is this good? Well, it also has an effect called Revolt, which is destroy that creature if it has converted mana cost four or less. Instead, if a permanent you control left the battlefield this turn. So if you had something leave the battlefield for any reason, Fatal Push all of a sudden hits... Uh, anything with converted mana cost four or less. Now, all of a sudden, that makes it a lot more useful. Like, a lot more useful. Like, it's kind of night and day. Um, yeah, because two mana cost, yeah, there are only so many of those. However, four mana cost, that's a lot. There are a lot of things that that can hit, especially when you're looking at older formats. If you're in Legacy or Vintage, most of the cards in those formats are really, really cheap because they're amazing cards that are super duper cheap so your creatures are going to be really small and fast and so having a fast response to those fast creatures is really important and fatal push meets that need very very nicely yeah um so it's just fantastic and this also has incredibly iconic art uh if i'm not mistaken it was originally printed in i want to say kaladesh um and is that right yeah aether revolt which is in the kaladesh block so that's pretty cool, uh, but yeah, it has just incredibly iconic art of these two characters. One is in kind of this gold armor, clearly a pretty important figure. I don't know the lore of Kaladesh uh, very well at all, to be honest, but clearly looks like an authoritarian figure, uh, and he's getting kicked off of some kind of aerial platform, and you can see the clouds below um, below where this figure is, and the, there's the, another person who appears to be potentially one of the Aetherborn, if I'm recalling correctly um yeah doing doing the kicking and uh, he's really giving this guy the business and it's really cool and it's a, it's a popular piece of artwork that you've seen that you probably have seen all over potentially in memes um i know for example like mtg goldfish actually had a sticker for a while that was their like their little signature goldfish character scoops um uh, in this pose like do it kicking another version of scoops in like armor off of the thing anyway um so that kind of thing it, it's a really popular image and I think it's really cool that they're bringing it back, and they're bringing it back at the uncommon rarity, which sounds about right. Like, power level-wise, premium removal in a set at uncommon is about, you know, that that's good. It's very good. So, all in all, it's great. And also, the revolt trigger, in those older formats, you have access to fetch lands. So, most of your lands are going to be leaving the battlefield as you use them. And so, as a result, it's going to be really, really, really easy to hit that revolt um, that revolt trigger. It's not going to be hard to get there at all. So in addition to the Double Masters Uncommon version, they also have a version that they're marking it rare for some reason um, that has alternate special art. Um, which actually, the fact that they're doing this is something, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but the alternate art versions uh, all have a rare or mythic rare symbol on them, even if their counterpart that doesn't have the special art is it common or uncommon? 
Um, so they seem to be playing into the fact that the alternate art version is going to be rare and they want everyone to know that this is a unique version that is going to be rare as far as collections are concerned. Meanwhile, the actual playable card itself, even in this set, is printed at Uncommon. That seems a little bit shady to me. Like, I don't know. It's just, that, that doesn't really pass the sniff test um, as something that's... I feel like it's a little misleading, is really what it comes down to. Um, because the truth is a playable fatal push is actually an Uncommon. But this one is marked at rare for some reason. Anyway, but at the same time, it is a premium version of a playable card. And the reason that this Fatal Push is especially cool is the artwork that they gave it. It's an image of a figure in gold armor with a red kind of um, a red cloak or petticoat um, or red, a red skirt um, that was exactly the attire that was worn by this guard that was getting kicked off except this particular one it's showing the perspective of that particular person in free fall looking back up at an aerial platform and there's some figures at the edge of the platform looking down and so it looks to me if i'm interpreting this artwork correctly this is a few seconds after the original picture so the original fatal push this character got got kicked off and now in the updated version we're seeing a perspective of this person in free fall uh, which is really cool like it's an interesting thought and also it reminds me very much of there's a series of art uh, that i believe was alan lee it was either alan lee or john howe did um depicting the image of Gandalf f uh, fighting the Balrog in the moment after he fell, uh, you know, fell in, I believe it was Fellowship. Yeah. And uh, so that, that moment of, in fiction, whether it's movies, whether it's books, whether it's magic cards, there's usually a moment when something terrible is about to happen and it's very clear what's about to happen and they telegraph very strongly what it is and then they cut away. And you just know what happened and they let you fill in the blanks. And that's a very powerful narrative tool and it works really, really well. And in the case of Fatal Push, we see we see a person being kicked uh, at, at a point where they are clearly um, hanging over a very large precipice. And the card is a kill spell. So it's really obvious what's about to happen. Um, but in the new artwork, they zoom back in on that moment that we had cut away from and be like, oh yeah, no, this is what's happening. <laughs> I love that. I think it's a really fun way to look at the same scene. I mean, don't get me wrong. This guy's not having any fun. He's actually having a really rough day. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's a fascinating look, and I appreciate that twist. Um, I also love it when alternate arts or, like, future printings have nods and homages to the original artwork. I just think that that's something that is really lovely, respectful way for artists to kind of tip their hat at those who came before um, and the history of these particular images. So I just think it's fantastic. I just love this top to bottom. It's a wonderful kill spell. It only costs two. Like, to be honest, I'd love to see this in a standard legal set, but you guys know me. I, I want to see everything in a standard legal set nowadays because I'm playing arena like, whoa, so I want access to all of this stuff. You show me new toys and it's like, great, give it to me in standard um, because I really want to shake up the meta in standard. And I know rotation's coming, but it's just not coming fast enough if you ask me. But anyway. That's another story for another day. But yeah, so Fatal Push. Phenomenal kill spell. Only cost one. It's useful in every format where it's legal. It's just, it's stellar. This thing is absolutely great. Although, incidentally enough, actually, it might not be as useful um, 
in sets like uh, Pioneer, for example, where everything's kind of a combo engine. Um, you know, like, I don't know if, Lo- uh, you know, against Lotus Breach or against uh, Demir Inverter, I don't know if Fatal Push is going to be that useful. But it's sideboard tech in those formats. Uh, it's certainly, you know, if nothing else, it's great out of the sideboard. Because if you're going up against creatures, there's a good chance that this is going to be able to hit something that you need gone. Um, whether that's with activating the Revolt Cost or not, yeah, it's going to be great. And especially, I mean, you're in black. This could also fit into an aristocrat strategy perfectly, where you're going to be sacrificing stuff anyway. Anything with the cat oven combo, if that's something, or anything similar to the cat oven combo, where you're sacrificing permanence, this thing is going to be able to be a one-mana kill spell for anything with CMC 4 or less. There are a lot of really big bangers with CMC 4 or less um, out there. Yeah, that's just fantastic. Also, I want to point out, actually, if you could, if you can trigger the revolt cost, this can kill a questing beast. That's pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, it's one mana to, to kill a questing beast. You can kill things like Rankle, the um, Rotting Regisar. There's all kinds of just really powerful stuff that people are like focusing on right now in a lot of different formats that that this takes care of. So it's great. Um, you know, the one format that I that I personally love the most that you know I always think about is Commander. Does this really work in Commander? Uh, potentially, but it, to be honest, in a lot of commander tables, you're going to be going up against, unless you're in a CEDH situation, um, then maybe somebody's going to be, you know, somebody has the potential of comboing off really, really nastily, um, and you might need this to be able to take out, like, their Najila or something like that. Najila four cost? I think so. Anyway, doesn't, regardless, it, there is some application if you can trigger the revolt cost, but I think in general, in Commander, I would rather have something like Heartless Act that costs one one mana more, but there's, um, but there's the restriction is less, um, you know. Whereas this, it only works if it costs two or less. I mean, or four or less if you're able to get that. So, in a situation where I can activate the Revolt cost consistently, if I have a deck that has a lot of fetch lands in it, or I have a deck that has a lot of um, sacrifice outlets or those types of loops, then all of a sudden I can see Fatal Push being a useful part of that deck. If I don't, uh, I would probably prefer some other variants. You know, there are a lot of other ones out there. I mean, even just good old-fashioned Doomblade um, would probably be better than Fatal Push in a lot of circumstances. So, it's funny. I say good old-fashioned Doomblade, but actually, um, I actually have never really played with Doomblade. When I think of a good destroy target non-black creature spell, I think of Dark Banishing. That's Dark Banishing and Terror. Uh, those are the ones from, you know, when, when I was originally playing that I think of. So, but all in all, Fatal Push great card in fast competitive circumstances it's it's wonderful the difference between something costing two mana and costing one mana in those circumstances is huge like huge like more than half you know like a kill spell for one is like a hundred percent better than it well like 200 percent. and anyway it's even better than you think the difference between one and two mana should be um and the fact that it's at instant speed instant for one you can't get better than this um if you're in an environment where it's going to have targets. So that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, so it's been Fatal Push, everybody. I love the new artwork. I think it's fantastic. Uh, And I think it's a good card. All in all, the cards that we've seen so far that have gotten the alternate art treatment, I think are a pretty good spread of valuable cards and maybe not as valuable cards, which from a business perspective, from a marketing perspective, I can understand wanting to um, spread the gambit. That way people buy more packs to hit the good stuff. Okay, I get that. Um, but they're all playable. 
you know, at the end of the day, they're all playable cards. And actually, looking at the Master Set in general, I'm not seeing any, like, I have not seen a single card spoiled so far from Double Masters that had me scratching my head wondering, why is that there? Not one. They're all bangers. Like, I love all of it. Every, even the commons and uncommons that we've seen so far, I can think of a really solid place where I would want to play, a, like, every single one of them. Like, and, I mean, if there's something that I'm missing, please don't hesitate to let me know. If you want to throw that into the comments below or tweet at me, at Hox42, please don't don't hesitate. I would love to hear any feedback. If there are some cards in Double Masters that you think aren't great or maybe you're con confused as to why they're included, please let me know. I'd love to have that conversation. But all in all, so far, I'm impressed, and Fatal Push is no exception. Anyway, yeah, thanks so much for hanging out, everybody. I appreciate you. So, as I mentioned... I am on Twitter at Hawks42. I'm also on Discord. That's like the best way to get a hold of me. The The link for that is in the description below. Um, and this is also available on YouTube or anywhere fine podcasts or are sold. You can also catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash hamhawks42. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you next time.